If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Cop Update. It is back. We were doing these shows a little while ago, and we put them on the back burner for a little while, but we are back hoping to do these five mornings a week at 11 a.m. and then available for download soon after. Um, The international break is nearly over, thank God. Uh, (laughs) um, Every single one of them seem like when they come along to the longest international break of all time and this one is no different but it's nearly over um, and we can start concentrating on Liverpool again as we look forward to facing Brighton this week. Um, thanks a million to everyone that's watched our shows during the international break. I know it's not the easiest thing to do. Keep watching YouTube shows, Liverpool channels or whatever it might be when there's no Liverpool football on and very little news but we've tried to keep you entertained. We've done some, we've done a quiz, we've done some top tens Premier League greatest, Luis Suarez, wherever it might be. Um, so we've tried to keep those shows coming, and I hope you enjoy them. One of them that we've done, probably one of the most enjoyable ones we've done, was um, we teamed up with bookmakers.com, and we done ranking Liverpool managers from Shankly right through to Klopp. Um, that was really good. Um, really enjoyed it, and in the description, you can see the link to not only that video, which um, is about 38 minutes long, but you can also uh, read the article, the follow-up article from bookmakers.com, so go and check that out. Um, Emma Cavanagh says, uh, golf polo. Yeah, golf t-shirt on today. Um, I go through these phases. Um, Let's see who's in. Owen Conway is there. He says, morning, Red. Steve is in, G10. Emma is there. Uh, Kieran B is there. Garrett McDonald is there. Dylan Westwood as well. Megan is there as well. Sorry, missed her earlier. Um, Reclaimer is also there as well. Um, Right, 30 minutes, get through a few bits about Liverpool. Um, if you have anything you want to talk about, throw it in the comments. We'll try to cover it before we finish. Um, first things up, though, Liverpool women were beaten 3-0 at Anfield last night by Everton in the WSL. Now, listen, a tough defeat to take, but I think they were outclassed. Um, I've, I've seen a good bit of the game yesterday evening. Um, I watched back a few highlights as well. A brilliant start to the season um, with that with that huge win on the fourth day, but a bit of a back to reality, I think, um, in the WSL for Liverpool's women last night. They were beaten. They started very, very slowly and, and never really got into the game. And look, that's going to happen. You know, they've come up, they've made some signings, um, they're new to the division, they're going to get some good wins, they're going to get some probably heavy defeats. Um, they might go through a bad run, but it's, it's all about probably staying in that division now this season and trying to build but they were well beaten um, everything were much the better side but 27,000 people at Anfield is, is really good so um, you know it's the women's game has grown all the time and we support her here Chris Brack is a huge supporter of it and he's even grabbed Kevo Sullivan in now Kevo Sullivan seems a bit hooked on it so look it's a really good thing the crowd last night the atmosphere 
there's a result that can go their way, but I'm sure they'll find their feet over the next couple of weeks and, and do absolutely fine. Um, Kieran Beast is great. This show is back at 11 a.m. It used to be at 2 p.m., but we've moved it to 11 a.m. Um, just because it fits around my schedule a bit better. But I will make it available for audio download as um, soon as possible when we're finished. Any news on when Calvin Ramsey will be back? I thought he was back in training. I thought he was back in training, so we'd probably look for an update on him, and we'd be all scouring the training videos, won't we, towards the end of the week. But it'd be great to see him get back, be training with the fourth team, and see um, see how he gets on. Emmett says it's great uh, that there's so much coverage on Sky now too for the women's game. It's growing all the time, and the product is getting better all the time, and the access to the games and stuff is is like like nothing you've ever seen before. And I suppose that that Euros win for England. Has probably pushed her on that a little bit as well. So, look, I'm, I'm sure you can get plenty of those games in the WSL as the season goes on across different platforms. Um, but, look, they've lost 3-0. That's how it goes. Um, I want the Canate update. Haven't heard a peep about Canate, says Kieran. Well, I'm going to get to that at the end because it looks like Liverpool have a fairly clean bill of health. But Canate was rumoured to be back after the international break. So, again, you'll all be watching those. You'll all be watching those training videos come the end of the week. Um Salah is home early. Um, he scored against Niger in, on Friday night for Egypt and has been released from the squad early to go back. Um, he's being rested. I don't think there is um, any issue there. He's being released. He will be back um, nice and early, which is good. Um, he played the full game against Niger on Friday night. So, you know, to have him back early is a real bonus because I think I think they might play at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning airtime. So it would have been Tuesday, probably you wouldn't see him back to Wednesday, but hopefully he gets back a day early, nice and fresh, and fingers crossed for everyone that um, all these players come back and there's no issue. So Salah back early is, is absolutely perfect. But then you moved on to the England situation, and it's the talking point. Um, it's the talking point of all social media this morning. You know, I, I have, I've said it for a long time on, on Gareth Southgate, um, with regards to Trent, Trent needs to hope that this fella goes and goes as quick as possible because the man has just messed around with Trent Alexander-Arnold. And, and listen, I'll get into form now in a minute and stuff like that, but just on a on a basic level, Gareth Southgate nearly padded um, Trent Alexander-Arnold on the head a while back and I was infuriated by it. Um, and what you see has gone on here now, and it's not only Trent because there's more players that are in a similar boat, Trent Alexander-Arnold turns up for England, doesn't get a minute against Italy, okay? And you think it's a dead rubber against Germany, let's throw a few players in there and see how they perform. And what does he do? He takes him out of the squad altogether, right? Jordan Henderson turns up for the squad, gets left out of the squad. I, I'm presuming that's just for fitness that he went there, which, okay, I can kind of get on board with, but again, I don't really want any Liverpool players near our England setup because of the history that we have with players getting absolutely ruined, i.e. Um, Daniel Sturridge and Joe Gomez. So I'm I'm against that. Um, but the trend thing, the narrative that's being created around it is, is ridiculous. Like, Gareth Southgate has come out and said, if we play wing-backs, Trippier and Reese James are also fantastic on the ball. What's this if? You've consistently played wing-backs. You play three centre-backs to cover each other because they're, some of them are awful. Um, you play wing-backs that don't really do anything. You sit Rice and Calvin Phillips in midfield. Calvin Phillips, of course, out at the moment. You put Bellingham in there, I think, the other day. That 
haven't got a license to do anything and you hope the tree up front do something for you. Um, so all this stuff where Gareth Southgate comes out and says, if we play wing-backs, these guys are great on the ball as well. So is Trent. And there's actually an argument that he'd be better as a wing-back than a full-back if you want to go down this line that he can't defend if you have three centre-halves behind him. Um, Southgate is absolutely talking out his backside. He really, really is. And you know something... <clears throat> If I'm Trent, I'm looking at this at this stage and I'm saying, I just hope he goes. And you see, it, it, it's his own outlook, Selke, that's hurting him here because he's so stuck in his ways. He's so um, negative in the football he plays. He won't take risks. Like, he's left Tomori out of the squad again today, I think. Tomori should have probably played against Italy in, during the week or at a Friday night. Tomori is playing at AC Milan, in Italy, at centre-half, and playing really well. But Selke will not go away from what he knows or what he thinks is best. He won't take any risks. And the risk, the lack of risk-taking is what's going to kill him. Um, we've had Frank LaBeouf turn up and say, oh, fantastic going forward on the ball, but, but defensively he's championship level. Like, if there's anything where a comment comes out that this is for clickbait, and for a reaction, and Frank LeBuff's probably looking for a few quid to go on to TV and, and give his views and trying to get in somewhere. That's it. Because if you think that Liverpool Football Club, with the games they've played, the competitions they've been in, where they've got to in those competitions, and indeed won over the last four or five years, are carrying a championship-level defender at right back. Like, come on. like, what, where, where are we going with this? You know, and this is the day and age we're in now where you just say stuff for the sake of saying it and people react. And even if people are pointing out that you're talking complete and utter nonsense, um, you've done your job because you're getting a reaction. Um, you know, he doesn't fancy Trent because he's too much of a risk. And Liverpool play that risk because they're brave enough to play it. If that's the case, don't pick him. There's no point in you picking Reese James, Kieran Trippier, and Trent Alexander-Arnold in a, in a squad, right? Because you're only going to play one of them and you're not going to shift from that from that wing-back five at the back thing. You're just simply not going to. So don't pick them and stop. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Playing a game within the media where you bring them in just so you don't have to answer questions, and then you leave them out and make stuff up. Gareth Southgate knows what team he's going to play in guitar on the fourth game against whoever it's against. Make no bones about it. He knows what team he's playing. And he's going to keep playing these players until they get there. He's not going to risk. He's not looking at anybody. He leaves He leaves um, tomorrow, as I said. He's left Bowen out. Bowen, I don't think it's on the pitch against Italy either. So Bowen goes into a squad where he's been playing really well, Bowen, last season especially. Goes in, doesn't get a minute against Italy. And you're thinking, this is a dead rubber. Surely try some players. But no, he's sending him home as well. And what he's doing is he's... He wants to win this game and stick to exactly what he knows and hope that that gets him over the line against Germany. So he's so he just you know credits another bit in his bank for when he's going to Qatar. Honestly, I think they'll do awfully because they, they just don't have the balls to go 
and like, go after tournament. Um, Kieran says Italy attacked England down Reese's side. Um, the bleach haired left back for Italy did well down that side. Reese offered nothing going forward. England haven't scored for something like 500 hours, I presume, minutes. You mean by that? Um, Tor is not angry with Southgate, just disappointed. The job has proved too much for him. Um, let me see. There's no argument for Trent to be starting right now for England. Three assists in 2022. So going forward, he's struggling and he's dreadfully defensively this season. Trippier and James better at the moment. His own. Form, I've no problem with. I have no issue with. I've, I've, you know, had a go at Trent myself this season over lack of effort. <coughs> Excuse me. Over a lack of effort on my part, uh, in my view. But if you pick him in a squad... Don't pick him then. You see, this this is where Southgate's tying himself up in knots. Southgate says he's picking players on form and he's Harry Maguire playing. Okay? He's picking players on form and he's, he's other players in the team playing. He's not picking on form. He's just simply not picking on form. And then he's able to turn around and go, oh, well, you know, his backup thing there is that Trent hasn't been in great form. Well, which are you doing? Don't pick Trent if he's not in good form. Just simply don't pick him. So he's picking some players on form. He's picking some players... Um, because they're his favourites and then if anyone has a go he'll turn around and just reverse the argument it, just, it doesn't make any sense I have no issue with saying that Trent's not being in good form this season do not bring him in the squad do not pick him if he's not in form do not pick him simple as that um, but for me if I'm Trent I I literally turn around now and you know without saying it publicly I'm hoping that that man is gone as quick as possible because you know Reese James is a really good fullback. I think he'll be he'll go on to become one of the one of the really good fullbacks in the world. Um because he has all the tools. Kieran Trippier is a fantastic footballer. But it all comes down to the what, what way you want to play. So if you if you want to play a back four, put Kieran Trippier in there by all means. He's a fullback. If you want to play five, um put Reese James in there. Because he's okay defensively. He's attacked there on Friday night. That's fine. But he's a, he's okay defensively. But so is Trent. It's just a form thing with Trent for me. But if you want to take risks and you want someone to be adventurous in what you're going to do from those wing-back positions, which you need, really need if you're going to sit to him midfield, you give. I'm not saying he should 100% start over those two, but he should surely get a go over 180 minutes against a weight Italy or a dead rubber against Germany. You know, it, it makes no sense. And the man is tying himself up in knots and he will continue to do so. And, you know, he gets to the final of the Euros and ever since it's been an unmitigated disaster because he cannot change the way he's the way he's doing things. And people just know what he's doing now. And, you know, Harry Maguire is playing for England. And I hate I I know it's easy, the easy thing to do is go and have a go at Harry Maguire. But if you're picking players on form, Harry Maguire is not playing for Manchester United. Right? He's been left out for in, in favour of um Varane and Lissandra Martinez. He's not playing football. Tomorrow, let's let's go away from Trent for a minute. Tomorrow is playing for AC Milan. He's champions of Italy. He's playing for AC Milan. And this fella can't get a minute in two games. You know, it's all about rehabilitating Harry Maguire to go to that World Cup because why? Oh, Harry Maguire got into team of the tournament in the Euros. So what? So what? Like, this team, there's players three years ago that were great, but you, would you play them now? No, of course you wouldn't. Um, let me read some comments. Uh, Selke can pick who he wants. It's a different bloody sport. Yes. That he's trying to play it is. Um, if England are playing back five with two holding midfields, how can you not play Trent? That's my argument. And I'm not saying 100% start him because you could toss up between maybe him and Reese James in that position 
as a wing back because Reese James plays that naturally for Chelsea. And you can pick apart anyone's defensive attributes, but you have to understand the player that's that you're putting in there and why you're putting him in there. You know, he's a wing back, oh he should always defend. No, that's you know that's that's the five at the back from from twenty years ago. It's not how it works now. And no matter what how he does, Southgate is England's best manager still to and Alf Ramsey. He's been extremely lucky with draws, but there's a lot of overrated players too. I think I don't think Sterling works with Kane, but this isn't an England podcast. I think he's in fairness on form Sterling gets in, but I, I just don't know if they work. Um shouldn't Southgate at least try to put a squad together that play well with each other? Um he has a squad that could play well with each other. It's just him. Um he's he's negating a lot of people's natural ability, in my opinion. Um, Southgate has done a great job in England, two tournaments, and they've both been brilliant. But I think if they get to the semi-finals, he's taking them as far as he can, but gets too much stick, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if he gets too much stick. I think the standard of football is appalling for the players he has. Like, if you're, if you're going out and you're raving about, you know, Reese James is a, is a brilliant wing-back, um, Rice, you know, I'm not Rice's biggest fan, but he's, he's been really good for England. Bellingham, what do you want Bellingham doing? What do you want Foden doing? Sterling, Kane, what do you want them doing? You want them going out and, you know, imposing themselves on teams, and they're simply not. And that's where the stick comes from. You know, if Liverpool went out tomorrow and played Salah, Diaz, Nunes, okay, and played Harvey Elliott and played Thiago and Fabinho, Forget the back four for a minute. And sat back. And sat back and just made sure he didn't concede a goal. We'd all be up in arms. Because you're going, this, this is not how you use players. But I'll say now, I don't think they go anywhere in the World Cup. I think unless they, they, they're they really good on the break, I, I just can't see them doing anything. Um, Big Kev's world says Gareth doesn't have a clue how to use players at all. I'm not sure how many times England employ managers that cannot get the best out of the talent they have. Best lot since the golden generation I think they have a great squad and I think they have the mix there that they could be really solid defensively they could dominate midfield and they could be unbelievable going forward when you look at the likes of Foden um, I really like Mason Milt um, he's just not in great form either but he's picked but hey um, they're picking on form but I like Milt um, Sterling will always get your chances Kane will score your goals Saka you know, there's so many players there that can really impose the Bellingham massively. Um, and then you could do some serious damage in that wing-back position. But he just doesn't want to. It's all about not not losing games. It's not about winning them. Um, look, we'll get away from that. We'll see what happens with Trent. But he'll be back with Liverpool ASAP as well. If you have any other things that you've seen Liverpool related and you want to throw them in there in the last 10 minutes, um, Absolutely go ahead and, and shout them in there. G10 says Bellingham isn't good enough in the midfield too. Yeah, anyways, himself and Royce aren't able to grip and control the top game. They need three in that area. I fully agree with you. But the problem is, is that the reason they have two in there is because they've three behind and the wing-backs that don't go anywhere. So it's seven. You know, he's covering everyone's arse. And he's leaving the three up front to try to do things. And it just won't. I don't I don't think it will work. Um other players though, Jota scores for Portugal, doesn't he? Um, over the weekend, Van Dijk gets the winner against Belgium last night. Um, the rest of the players that have been in the squad are having nice breaks, and I've seen Curtis Jones in Paris. I've seen Thiago's being in back in Munich, I think. So, looking at the break we've had because the game called off um, a couple of weeks ago, and Liverpool are coming back, and you're kind of looking. And someone mentioned Calvin Ramsey earlier. 
is there anybody outside of him where there's massive doubts over? Because Canati's rumoured to come back, okay, for the international break. Henderson, of course, makes it back to get in, go in and train with the England squad. Thiago has been seen, obviously, back before um, the international break. Um, Jota scoring for Portugal, great minutes for him, in fairness. Salah rested and coming back, fine. Diaz seems fine. Nunes seems fine. They probably both have games um, in the next couple of days. Um, probably this evening or tomorrow evening, and you'll see they're probably be the latest arriving back. Alisson, Firmino, they all seem fine. Um, so it really looks like we're starting to get this squad back together. A clean enough bill of health. A couple of, you know, Kanate and maybe Calvin Ramsey are the two where you go, we need to kind of see them. We need to see them in our, in our training picks. Um, so we're all good. But anything else, is anyone, is everyone else happy? And you know what? It's not the international break where we kept the players there and we drilled them and, you know, we got up to speed. I think Liverpool just getting, Liverpool players getting a bit of headspace and knowing that there's a lot of players coming back, I think is big. So I'm really looking forward to the game at the weekend because I hope that we're back, we're recharged, players are looking around them, there's familiar faces playing with them on the pitch and in the positions and we're going at the play our game rather than trying to you know curtail ourselves a little bit because of what we have or what we don't have um harvey elliott did did he score an assist for the under 21s uruguay play canada tomorrow says emma cavanagh will will kate ever play for us again gav well scott um i didn't believe he was injured and guinea called him up and then looks like they took him out of the squad they played the weekend he's not there He's listed as injured now. He's listed as late October coming back. Um, I don't know if he does. I don't know if he does. But, listen, he he, he disappears before the United game. Klopp looks, looks frustrated over it. You know, he's looking at, that's another six-week injury. Um, it's a muscle problem again. His contract's running down. We've seen, we seen some rumours during the transfer or the international break that or Liverpool are looking to sign him on a new deal. You know, but it's the international break. You see absolute bullshit being thrown around by so many people just to fill spaces. You know, like um, Jude Bellingham's price, Dortmund's outlook, what clubs are interested with him, what clubs think, how Liverpool feel he could be priced out. None of this, no quotes. Just throw it all out there. And then people will read it and click it on the international break because there's no Premier League football. That's the truth. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, Sass Copley says Nabby didn't play for Guinea looks like you owe 50 quid the Bobby's wish to walk I do if he doesn't miraculously recover and play in there I think they have a game tomorrow but I'll have no problem giving the 50 quid the Bobby's wish to walk um, Uruguay play Canada tomorrow as things said Brazil play Switzerland today at 4pm Nabby didn't play um, yeah the Nabby stuff Uruguay lost for on Friday all the big guns played yeah listen it's international we don't care about results once they go off and play and come back. Um, Emma's got the Brazil game wrong, so he needs to check his information before he posts it to me, which is sound. Um, but look, if you have anything else, throw it in there for the last 10 minutes. Um, do you think we would beat Brighton Gavs' own? Yeah. I think Liverpool would be everything they come up against. You know, we haven't been great this season. Like, let's get this out of the way. We haven't been. Brazil played Tunisia tomorrow. So, uh, says Emma, he's just making up countries now and um, that Brazil are playing, but he definitely played Tunisia tomorrow in Tunisia. Um but look we haven't been we haven't been good. Let's let's be let's be fair. We've shown glimpses. We've shown glimpses of being awful. 
I think I don't get the third thing. I don't get that. I think we've just looked out of sorts. And usually the stuff we do as our bread and butter, we stop doing. You know, pressing the ball properly, triggering a press, um, closing off avenues, chasing, covering, getting back in position. You know, simple things I think we haven't done well. I think we do those simple things maybe 5% better. I think the results, the results, um, you will probably see better results over the start of the season. However, I think Jota's been really good since he came back. Thiago's been really good. Um, I'm not worried one bit about Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes has played 200 minutes for Liverpool or something. Like, come on. Um, mixes Arthur. We mentioned Arthur there as well. He's been playing 21s games to try um, get himself up to fitness and up to speed. So he could. He could be a real bonus as well. Um, but what I want to see against Brighton, I want to see us come out, pick a team. I want to see us do the simple thing. You see, if Liverpool do the simple things really well, they overrun teams. Because we're willing to work we're willing to be very structured when we need to be. We cut out, we sniff out problems, we cut them out, we play with confidence, and then other teams lose confidence and we go and beat them. Um, that's what I want to see. I think the excuses of, oh, he's not here and he's not there, I think that's gone. Um, if that that was an excuse, I think I think that's gone. I think you're going to see an awful lot of familiar 11s playing with each other that you've seen six months ago, wherever it might be, back in the last season. I think you're going to see an awful lot of that. I think it's a really busy October, so you are going to have to rotate. But you're going. The rotation needs to be, I think, a lot more measured than it's been. I think it's been just filling in gaps and, and things at different times, plus having to rely on players that are out of form, i.e., Trent, and one or two others. Robertson is another. Um, but look, that's what I want to see at the weekend. I think that's where I'm really, really hoping that we see because if Liverpool go back to doing that basics. Um, getting the players back on the pitch, they're off, they're familiar again with each other, and we find that little groove, you know how it works, it just keeps going, and no matter how many games you have in October, if you're playing well, you want the, you want the next game tomorrow, that's that's what players are like, they just want to keep playing, especially when they're on a good run. Um, Gav, what do we do with Nunes, says Jake, play him, simple as that, but, I have no issue if he starts, or if he comes on as a sub, he's still playing, right, Um. I think he just needs a meaningful goal. Like, the Fulham one was a meaningful one. You know, and then he does that against Palace. And that's all on him. He misses three games since. Liverpool don't have a great time. The, I'd have loved him to see him play at Old Trafford. Absolutely loved it. He's come back. He's shown bits and pieces. But he's still a man bedding into a football team. And I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, right? I had to go off on a tangent. And we four minutes left. But if you look at Mane. Mane comes in as a catalyst for Liverpool. 2016, right? Um, Bobby finds an absolute lease of life in that, right? Salah comes in, and the expectation on Salah was that he was going to be back up to Coutinho, Firmino, Mane, right? So Sal- Salah comes in and just gets that free runner, and it's amazing, right? And Nunes, Jota comes in, and Jota, people are going, 40 million, what, what the fuck's going on? Jota just gets that chance to go in there, find his feet, does it really quickly, scores loads of goals, and just gets in and finds a groove, right? But the, t- the double for Nunes... Nunes is coming in for me on a massive price with the expectation is huge on him. Plus, it's the first time you've sold a really top attacker. Right? Now, Coutinho, you could argue. Coutinho's more of a midfielder for me. But it's the first time you've signed, you know, we've broken up that Firmino, Mane, Salah thing. And this fella is a replacement. You know, now Diaz, you could argue, is, is Mane's replacement. But Diaz comes in at the same time Mane is there. 
So he gets again to come in and we all said it last season, look, he's looking great, give him time and as this goes on, we'll see the best of him. And I think Diaz has been one of our best players this season. But the Nunes thing is where he's coming in and is like, you're a big replacement. We've broken up this front three now and you're the man in there. And he's probably looking, he's taken over the mantle probably from um, Firmino. He's, he has Jota breathing down his neck. He has a huge price tag on him. And all that for a young guy, no matter how good he is, can be difficult. He makes a mess of the Crystal Palace thing, which is he's, he's going to learn from. He will get chances. He will score goals. But when you have Liverpool accounts on social media mocking Darwin Nunes, that's when you notice something wrong. Like, <coughs> Erling, Erling Haaland is the one to keep comparing to. Erling Haaland isn't playing football for Man City. Erling Haaland is in on the same pitch as Manchester City, where all he's been asked to do is touch the ball in the box. Nothing else. Not running channels, not coming short, not looking to link. He's being put in there and he's being asked to just kick the ball while it's in the box. It's a different situation altogether. I've no, in, I've no interest in being worried over Darwin Nunes. I think he just needs to find his way. I think Jota coming back helps him because it might take a bit of a spotlight off him. If he gets one meaningful goal, he just looks to me like he could just bang and he could go and he could score a lot of goals. And I think he will score an awful lot of goals for Liverpool. People need to have a little bit of patience and I think it'll be absolutely fine. A few comments before we go. Will Simakash share more game time with Robertson? Possibly. But I think the, um, Robertson's injured at the minute, so he'll see Simakash at the weekend. Um, that's one I forgot to mention, actually, Robertson. But I don't think that's too serious. So if they're vying for left back and probably vying against each other, I've no issue with it. I'd love to see any an angry performance from us and batter them, but we really don't. But we don't really do that. You never know what's going to come on the weekend, Passio. But I'm hoping all them back together and just a little bit of headspace. I think could make a big difference. Nunes and Jota could spring some sort of partnership together if given the opportunity to have a run of games. Then you're looking at Salah and Diaz. You take one out because you're you're messing with the system in a big way. Um, he needs to relax and get off social media because it clearly bothers him. So Passio, yes, that's probably a thing. Um, he just needs to chill and snap, stop snapping at chances. So Garrett, the lad is supremely talented. The goals will come. I'm I'm completely on that train of thought. Completely on that train of thought. But listen, gonna go. We've done our 30 minutes or so. Um, Bobby's wish to walk. The link is also in the description for that. Um, as I said last night on the show, 7,000 short of his 150,000 target. And that would be an amazing Christmas present for Bobby and his family if we can get him there. So link is there if you want to donate. If you don't, share it wherever you can. Tell people to throw in one, two, five, ten, seven grand, whatever they want. And we get Bobby over that target and get him going and get him booked for America for that treatment. Megan says once he gets a goal, he'll be flying. Then no doubt, hopefully, he starts that on Saturday. Um... That's about it. Um, rest of the week, we're going to try sort of winners and losers for tonight, but no football's happened, so it could go either way. Nothing on Tuesday. Wednesday, we have a draft that Keith is putting together, and he said it's going to be horrendous for the rules. So there you go. Thursday, we will have a viewer's voice where we'll probably look into a bit more what we expect from Liverpool now over um, October. And Friday, we will have Premier League forecast because it's all back, and the lads do a great show on Friday night, and we get back into our uh, fancy football as well Saturday we will have full time Reds after Brighton at Anfield and Sunday we will have the Fatback 4 um, thanks a million for sticking us through the international break subscribe if you want if you don't what can we do um, hit the like button if you want but again it's up to you and um, yeah have a good Monday and we'll see you soon over now
Sports Social Podcast Network. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.